0: This show has been brought to you by AutoApp. It's a one-stop app that takes care of all your car needs. I'm Sheldon Trollope. Yeah, as a motoring journalist, for 20 years. People would have heard of me. Lah. Uh, of course, my co-host, uh, Joel Thumb. Every single car. Huh? And the other co-host, my colleague, Jonathan Lim. Yeah. Feel free yeah. to vent your true feelings about <laughs> Supercar true. Blondie. Oh, that's that's that's
1: a dangerous thing to
0: say, right? That's why we are here, John. Idris Talib used to be a motoring journalist. Then he's gone over to the dark side. Ayah, you know so man. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of uh, podcast by Auto App. Uh, Today, today's episode, we have a guest with us in studio, uh, Kiroy.
1: Hi, guys. Hello. Hi, hi. Thank you so, for having me.
0: Kiroy is uh, with Century Auto? Century Moto. Century Moto. And uh, Century Moto deals in um, uh, pre owned cars, right? Yes. And um, as, as far as I can tell from your social media feed and all that, you Kiroy seems to uh, specialize in the higher end cars, the supercars. Exotic cars, I would say. Right, oh, that's, I right. Yeah. that's right. That's
1: right. That's right. that's where I focus um on on.
0: Okay, cool. So um what's it like dealing with selling these cars? Is it just like another car or do you have to approach it and deal with customers in a different way?
1: I think uh what most people um see it differently or, or rather I, I'd i say that um, it's always the people more than the cars even though we all love our cars um, mm-hmm. I've been blessed to get behind the wheel of many um, rare exotic cars but mm-hmm. it's always the people mm-hmm. and I think these are the people that um, have have a lot um, in life that I want to learn from so cars are important mm-hmm. but people are also important
0: I see okay and, and how do you find your customers to deal with generally um, I understand like you know, there's a sort of, um, some people have this notion that the, um, let's say, the, the richer customers, the, the upper echelon customers, they can be a bit demanding, a bit fussy and difficult. Uh, has that been the case in your experience?
1: Uh, yes, yes, it's uh, true. There are nice people. There are some that are not so nice. But anyway, I try to focus on my job. Uh, mm-hmm. focus on delivering what I can, control what I can. Mm. Um, I'm upfront of what I can do, mm. what I cannot do. And I'm very transparent with the people. So mm. um I think it's all about uh, being on the same page.
0: I see. Okay. And um I've noticed also you take to social media from time to time to um, sell a certain car or feature uh, a car that, that, that they're trying to sell. Um, how do you make that decision uh, over which car to feature? Do you just put everything on video? And is that how you sell your cars primarily?
1: Um, the the video costs a lot of money, a lot of effort, mm-hmm. um, a lot of planning as well. Mm-hmm. I've been very blessed to be handed over the keys to to many of these cars. So many times during filming, I'm the one behind the wheel. Sometimes I get customer to get along, come along to experience the filming process because many of them, they don't have this experience. Mm-hmm. Um to decide what car to put out there, of course, I have to be wise with how I spend my costing. Um, not every car, but um most of the cars happen to be one of 618 in the world, like the Super Liguer, mm-hmm. the 599, which is a V12, mm-hmm. the um, McLaren 720S Spider, where there's only seven in Singapore. And then recently I did the AMG GTR Pro, where there's only 750 units in the world. Okay. So these are cars that were like I would decide, okay, I'm going to take a chance, market the car, pull it up.
0: Mm-hmm. And does it pay off? I mean, do you manage to sell all your cars?
1: Most of the cars have been sold and in one viewing. Some of them, unfortunately, um, it's hit and miss, but still a process. And I bring value to the marketing side for clients as well. I see. Beyond True, pictures. Yeah, beyond pictures. So people get to see the car in a different light.
0: I see. Okay, cool, cool, and I guess it, overall that helps your your business as well. And
1: uh. it looks good uh, on the marketing, and but also um, for me, I study the car, the technical aspect of the car, so mm-hmm. I know what I'm selling to potential clients, and it helps me bridge the gap mm-hmm. of beyond just buy sell buy now sell now counting. Kind of I think what would um, differentiate myself is that I go in a little bit of technicality, mm-hmm. tell them things that even customers who buy this car, they're like, oh, really? I didn't know that. Oh cool! Mm.
0: In, in this supercar realm, right, how many customers have you come across that like, test your knowledge, your, your technical knowledge?
1: I don't see it as a competition, but I give it a, as a value-added service. Like, by the way, if you didn't know this year, this model, this is what it has, and this is why it's different from other cars and other models. And if you're comparing with other brands, I will kind of tell like what, um, why this is better or why this is not better. Mm. yeah so most of them they're like oh i didn't know that yeah
0: okay cool okay so um yeah um and and tell me about the sort of more recent cars that you sell. the coes yesterday or i think this week has closed at yet another record high level Yeah, yeah so how does that um affect your business
1: I think, um, these are paper gains, you know, um, a lot of people assume that, oh, car prices go up, then it would sell. Um, actually, honestly, most of the cars have been stuck for some time. I've been blessed, uh, as we are speaking now, I've dealt a, a GTR and a Aventado. Mm. Um. Most people, if they are the upper upper echelon, then it doesn't really matter. $100,000, Hundred thousand, hundred twenty thousand, I'm still gonna buy my brand new Ferrari. Mm. Whereas there are some customers where even if they drop six hundred thousand on a Lamborghini, they still have to fork out maybe a hundred thousand on a COE. So some of them are still considering. Like, look, if it, if the COE goes up too high, then they probably won't buy the car as well.
0: I see. So, is it too high already for for them, or they still anticipate that it'll go even higher?
1: Um, I think um the general sense is that you still increase how much more I'm not sure, but most people are getting um cautious about buying the these cars uh, because it's increasing and it's bursting their budget I see yeah for some of them
0: i I would think that um, since the the coes have pushed up prices of cars um, that then people who feel that now a new car might be beyond their budget or more than what they're willing to spend would then start to look at the used market, right? Which in turn then pushes up the the value of that. Is that something that you have noticed?
1: Yeah, so actually beyond selling supercars, sometimes I tell clients like, hey, look, you know, I've got this short term ride, six months to a year, most of us want to tie out the, the financial um, or rather coming financial downturn that many people are talking about. So they said it's better to spend five to 8000 drive a car for six months and then decide later on because you would rather have cash on hand than to always look good. You know, we have to be financially savvy as well.
0: I see. Okay. And when it comes to sort of choosing any cars and all that, are there any particular brands or models that would, um, represent sort of more blue chip kind of uh, deals or safer bets than others.
1: Oh, I love how you use blue chip. Mm. Um, well, in Porsches are generally very safe. Um, okay. they are reliable. Um, easy, fun to drive. Ferrari is of of course king of supercar still in terms of value. Mm. Um, I love the Lamborghinis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in terms of research value, Ferrari is still one, and then Porsches maybe one, one and two, and then probably Lamborghini. And then McLaren, yeah.
0: I see, okay. So I guess the Porsche is still a safer bet if if you had to. don't want to lose as much money, or does it really matter at that point?
1: Well, I guess it really depends. There are some people who just want to buy and enjoy. There are some people who are very enthusiastic and then there are some people who pay through their nose. So it depends on who, who is buying.
0: I see. Okay. So these people you mentioned who pay through their nose, right? What are some of the, like, their motivations for doing so? Because that's, that, that doesn't sound like necessarily the most financially prudent uh, thing to do.
1: I can't answer for them. Um, but I guess everybody wants to live a life. Um, mm-hmm. Also look good on Instagram. Right. Yeah, but I, even though I sell supercars, sports cars, I'm very upfront with clients. You know, I always care for their well-being. I, I, like I tell them, if you want to take a loan, if it's beyond you, Beyond my pocket and making money, I always tell clients, "Look, I see you as a friend, and this is my content for you." I've done it numerous times, so it's not just about making money as well. Okay. Yeah.
0: Cool. Okay. So you've also advised against bad decisions, and uh, I guess they appreciate your advice later on. And-
1: yeah, yeah. I, I but, think you know. I think uh, we are all human, and for me. Every deal, um, beyond making money, I want to be able to sleep well at night. So I think that to me is my fundamental when I do deals. I don't want something that will prick my conscience and then affect my sleep at night.
0: Got it. Got it. Nice. As car owners living busy lives, we found that we had to take time out to do certain chores like sending out cars for inspection for example taking it for servicing or repairs and every time we did that we had to take time out from our schedules take a day off or or worst of all being stuck in a waiting area or lounge or the workshop and you know, you just feel helpless being there nothing else to do but stare at your phone um, you know, and drink the bad coffee if there is one uh, over there and uh, you just waste half a day waiting for your car to be done this is where Auto App comes in, you just download the app, pick a service you want, tell us what time and where you want us to pick up your car and it's done Don't just fix it, auto-amp it.